You see that? Out the window, beyond the pavement, just at the edge of the park. Yeah, that's got to be one of the last green spaces left in the city. Well, with the population getting further and further out of control as each year passes, new buildings go up, and green spaces like these get torn down. Yeah, but not this one. There, you see that rose bush just at the edge there. Look at it closer. You see the way its thorns wind, bend into each other? Do you see it now? Those thorns, they make the outline of a face with two rosy eyes staring right back at us. I come into this building every morning just as the sun comes up. I walk along the same sidewalk every day, look out this same window for hours. And you know I've never seen that rose bush? Come to think of it, that whole park, the green space with bushes and trees and fountains, that wasn't there yesterday. everybody and welcome to heart the state within an actual play podcast presented by university and d my name is blake croft i will be your game master and your keeper for the evening and it is my honor to welcome my players katie hi i'm katie jacob i'm jacob lily i'm lily and alex i'm alex oh i'm voice cracked. <laughs> i think oh. that's two episodes in a row with oh. the voice crack <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. This is episode nine. We're so excited to continue this. Uh, join our Discord if you haven't. And yeah, let's let's get right into it. Last session, we had some re- revelations about these creatures that are maybe inhabiting the world, and we had some uh, disagreements uh, among the group and some some truths laid bare. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. At the end of that episode, Annie, you were sitting alone in the night. And a note was slipped under the door. And that note was inviting all the citizens of Heart, two weeks from today, to the quote-unquote first ever Progress Day. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Is there any other information on the pamphlet? It also has a location on it. It says it is in Drybrook, and everyone can meet near the Dust Bowl, or meet outside the Dust Bowl for the event. Which, if any of you have been to Drybrook, Atticus, perhaps you have, it, this, that is not notably where this uh, memory took place. Okay. <clears throat> I think 
that's obviously horrifying. I think Annie's going to take it and knock on Teal's door. Okay. It is probably... I think I think you've been up until the early hours of the morning. So maybe it's like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And Lily, you have a question. Do I need to roll to sleep? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Dot, please roll to sleep. Yeah. For nightmares. Nine. Okay, so... uh. Nine, that's a mixed success on the nightmares. It says, the nightmares torment you. The GM may make a move for your nightmares. One of the options here is the nightmares provide you insight into the truth and you are forced to process some trauma when you wake up. So I think, Dot, you stir in the night and you see visions of an explosion. Some sort of, it's unclear. It's sort of vague, dreamlike imagery but you see a sudden burst of flame and you see your friend's face and and you're not sure if they're part of the same image or part of the same scene but your friend's face from back when supposedly you know or apparently when you went on this expedition you see that and and you see annie you see dot stirring in the night you knock on teal's door annie you wait a, a couple seconds, and she comes and answers the door. Groggy. What is it? Um, this just got slipped under your front door, and I'll hand her the the pamphlet. She looks at it, and just like very suddenly, awake in an instant. Oh. Yeah, shit. That's not good. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I was worried this might happen. Just um try to get back to bed we'll talk about this with everyone in the morning okay i wasn't sleeping all that well anyway i'll just go back and try and lay down okay all right the the night passes for all of you and you wake up and gather together and you see that in the center part of this living room teal has this flyer set out on the coffee table and Everyone slowly wakes up and gathers around. Well, um, Annie has brought to my attention that this was slipped under the door last night. It's an announcement that there's going to be another progress day. Fuck. What Ted said. It could be some sort of joke or maybe unrelated, but we're going to have to treat this as though the same thing is going to happen. And honestly, with the way they were feeding that creature, I was worried they were setting it up to use it again. Well, we need to see if everyone in our area has gotten this notice, or at least other people, to make sure it's not some trap that the church is springing on us. And, I mean, we have a location. We could check it out, maybe. If it's true that they're using the same tactics that it seems they were in that memory then we're really going to have to prepare for this not just come in blind because if we are there if we decide to show up knowing full well what's going to happen we don't get a redo I have a lead on what Atticus brought to my attention uh, in the forest It's it might be something perhaps that could clue us in a little more into these creatures if that is what we're dealing with it's two weeks away we need 
we have to prepare something. I can go investigate the location while you're doing that, or we can all investigate it together in the coming days. What do you all think is the best course of action here? <clears throat> um, answers are definitely top priority. Unfortunately, I don't know the best way to get them. I think we could go investigate the woods. I, I think maybe we can try and find somebody. Maybe somebody else will be snooping around those woods, but we need to find someone who knows what is going on. Whether they're on our side or not, we need answers. Yeah. I think... I'll go to the woods to investigate with you. Okay. We um could also... This might be putting our necks out a little too far, but it seems like the walkers or, or someone in charge is behind this, and that might be a good source as well. But again, they have a lot of firepower, and we're not exactly flying under the radar there. That doesn't so. feel like a good idea to me. At least we should get more information, more dirt on them before we can confront any type of authority figure. I agree. I'm sure they're already asking around. I'm glad you brought any immediate loved ones because I, well, I don't see them being merciful anytime soon. So if they're planning something like this, I'm sure they won't be keen on letting that information slip. <laughs> I hate to be such a pessimist, but it just kind of finally dawned on me how fucked we are. They're not going to let us live. They're going to do everything in their power to stop us. Well, the only people that they know who are involved are Ted and Annie, right? Could we use that to our advantage in any way? I'm not so sure that's true. I mean, they might not know our names, but... Who knows? Who knows what they know? We can't count on that. I mean, Atticus, you're a semi-public figure. They might have made the connection already. Dot, maybe they don't know you, but someone's seen your face. None of us are safe. It's the bottom line. All right. Um, tell us about this lead. We had some people, friends, contacts, investigate uh, by the, near the train tracks. We found the cabin you were talking about in the forest. And it didn't look likely that anything was near there or stalking near there, but as these uh, friends were on their way home, they came across a, a swamp in the forest, sort of tucked away far behind the cabin. And at the edge of the swamp, there was a, a small rowboat. So perhaps someone's living there. They said they heard howls and they weren't exactly keen on getting killed but like I said it's not much but it's something maybe someone's out there maybe there's something in the swamp on the swamp on the other side of the swamp I don't know it's a stretch I know but it's all we got Dot are you okay going back there yeah I'm more keen on finding answers than I am afraid of whatever we left behind. All right. Uh, Ted, any? 
How do we feel? Yeah, um, I'm down to go to the forest, I guess. Better than just sitting around here. Yes, I'll be with you. I'm nervous. I've never left the city before, but this is important. All right, then. Teal, are you leading the way? I, um, do you want me to come with? I'm sort of not really equipped for combat. (laughs) The way you guys talked about that statue. I'm worried, to say the least. Teal, if you don't think that, uh... You can handle yourself out there. It probably shouldn't be out there. I can make myself useful elsewhere. I'll 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 make some calls, um, see what I can do around here, and if you want, I can try to find out what the walkers are doing. See if they have any eyes around here or people that have seen anything. Yes, that'd be good information to have. Do you know how we could get out there without being? caught for lack of a better word well i'm hopeful that you're not going to be stopped in the street i imagine they're if they're searching for us they're searching for well this place a more permanent uh headquarters rather than wandering the streets looking for us but if you see anything suspicious lay low and if it comes to the walkers or the salts or whoever Run, don't fight. You can take the train, but you're going to have to stop where there's no station. Maybe we'll get lucky. The train will blow up again right in front of where we need to be. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, let's not uh, waste any more time. It's still uh, sort of early. Maybe we'll get out before our hunt is. Okay. Are you all heading out? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So just to just to be clear from that conversation, the four of you are going. Teal is staying. I'm guessing Grace is staying. Yes. Strudel. Yes. I use Grace. Honestly, I did take the ruthless advantage, so I can use her as a human shield. Oh wow! Good. I didn't actually take that advantage. But <laughs> yeah, you use, that in. You that use in. Strudel as your shield. Strudel <laughs> is coming. Yeah. No. Is, Strudel, is Strudel coming? I don't think so. No. It okay. seems like Strudel and Grace get along. So I'm going to leave Strudel under Grace's care, probably. Okay. So you all are leaving the apartment. You head out into the rat's nest. And early in the morning, there are people, crowds of people. I mean, at all times of day, there's crowds of people. But here, there's crowds of people going to and from these different places of business down in the rat's nest. A lot of people sitting in this main open tavern area that encompasses like a whole warehouse floor, but on the bottom. And you see on the other side of the tavern, entering through the upper warehouse doors, there's a group of four people in blue, not military outfits, but like those coats, almost like they they look like maybe militia uniforms. Like they don't look super official, but at the same time, they do look military-esque. And you you see all of them have weapons strapped across their backs and they come down to the warehouse floor and everyone in the room like tenses and and it doesn't fall to a complete silence but but the conversations are hushed and they're trying their best not to look that way i think that means it's definitely time for us to go time to skedaddle annie is gonna keep her eyes out though for those flyers 
like the one that we just got. Okay. You see one of the flyers, someone holding one of the flyers in the tavern at one of the tables. Bad. Okay. So you all are just kind of ducking around them and... Um, when we see them, Blake, I think uh, in a hushed tone to them or to the rest of the party, I'll say, okay, I think it's best if we split up, just could be, be completely separate. They're looking for a group, right? So just go off on your own, reconvene outside the warehouse. That's a good point. Let's break on three. All right. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you all scat. You all scat. <laughs> Hands in um, team. Yeah. They won't see that. One, two, three, One, go, two, team. three go team! Go team! Um, One, you... two, three, stop the walkers! <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, progress day! No! You all, you all break in four different directions, and, and you circle back up around the other end of them and up the warehouse doors. Where are you, you guys headed to the train station then? Yes, I yes. suppose so. Okay. You head there keeping your heads down to the train station and get uh, four, four tickets for headed out of town to the, the outskirt villages. You hop the train and yeah, you ride it to the outskirts village. I don't, I don't think anything too eventful happens there. So we'll just get past that. Uh, the nearest outskirts village. I don't know. Dot, do you think that's your village? I, Hmm. Because I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I think that's a compelling choice. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So the train goes through the forest, and looking out the the windows, you see yeah the trees. Even at this hour, it's the sunlight barely peeks in, and you round the butte that Atticus and Dot you had seen before, and you end up in Dot in your village. You heading straight for the forest. All right, guys, let's go. Let's, uh, I think it's that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a plan. Thanks, Dot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you you all you all follow the the train tracks and head into the forest. Uh, Dot and Atticus, you know this path once you get to the butte. And follow a little deeper into the forest where you would see in this light before in the shack, as far as you can remember. And you, you get there. You find the cabin. At this time of day, uh, probably around noon, right, midday, it doesn't look nearly as threatening. Although at the same time, now it looks abandoned because so much damage was, was done to it in one night. The door has been left open, and it looks like people have come in here investigating what happened here um i'm i'm gonna kind of go to the spot in the grass blake that um that i shot the guy yeah that i shot uh silas you curve around the house and you find bits of the mask sitting among the leaves now i kind of just pick at a few of the pieces and i'm just kind of remembering that night looking up at the roof Imagining the impossible creature that we saw that night. Trying to, like, recollect, trying to remember any specific... I'm trying to, like, remember any details about the monster. Yeah, it was all shadow, right? All silhouette. And you're not sure how much of your memory is 
true and how much of it stems from the fear of the moment. Because you remember what you saw was a multitude of different animals combined into one. You saw the size of like a, a very large bear, but then it, it possibly it seemed to have eight limbs or maybe the light was reflecting weird. Basically, whatever you could think of in that moment that could terrify you the most is what it seemed to have. And and so you're not sure in that in that haze if that's fear or your visual memory talking. I think that just kind of sends a chill down my neck and I push it out of my head. Do we want to take a look inside or should we just continue to this rowboat? We can look. I can't believe people live in places like these. It's too quiet out here. I don't think people that do last very long. Apparently not. You said something about a basement? We could check that out? I don't know. Yes, um... It was a little creepy. I'll kind of go, like, point out the the basement. Yeah, you go inside. You go to the basement. And... Someone want to roll, uh, read a observe a situation? I can do it. Oh, two sixes. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, so total you know 14. the wood that they used to 14. build this house. <laughs> 14. So, uh, give me two questions from that list. I think what is being hidden from me and what seems strange about this? What's being hidden from you and what seems strange about this? Okay. Okay, so you go down here, and as a reminder, in this workshop area, you see these delicately carved little statues of different animals, and you see different masks and sets of claws that have been, a lot of them seem to have been used, especially the claws have stained blood on them. There are varying sizes, almost as if they're mimicking different animals. What seems strange about this or what, what, what's being hidden for you from you is you see that this place has likely been not ransacked, but looked through by whoever came in to look after that lead. But you go around a little more carefully this time, and under the table, you find the, the, the main table, that's where all these carvings are, you find a little compartment that pushes up, and then like a drawer extends underneath the table. And... In that drawer, there is a, it's a pamphlet. Yeah, there's a pamphlet there. You pull it out. It's a triptych, basically, of papers that are folded together. And they they unfold out. And you see very strangely, strangely drawn images on here. They look simultaneously too realistic and also artificial. But it's the image of a sunset on the front and a house on a hill in front of that sunset. And you see that there's there's big words on the on the top. And inside there are paragraphs of text. And this is something you've never seen before. And I don't know how much of a grasp you have on this concept. I mean, you know what it is, but I don't know how much you've dealt with this in your life. Uh is it is in a different language, which sort of outside of you know dialects maybe some you know something like sign language outside of those sort of variations heart speaks one language huh. 
That's what you see. It's um, it's in a different language. I can't read that. Anyone know runic bullshit? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's runic. Let me. I think it's. I. I you know what? I think it uses the same characters that your language does. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so maybe maybe you know maybe Atticus sees it and thinks it might be a code, scrambled letters. But if you were to read them, they almost. They see the the more you look into it, the more they seem like words. You know, the the more they seem like less just randomly put together letters, and more like vowels and consonants put in the right spots. You ever see anything like this, Detective? Have I? Nope. No. That would be a no. Maybe Teal knows somebody, unless Dot Annie speak a different language. I haven't seen anything like this. No. I didn't even know other languages existed. I haven't ever read about anything like this. Alright, well, Teal seems to know everything that we throw at her for some reason, so maybe her and her studies that she refuses to tell us about, she picked up on another language. Anyway, Blake, I would like to... What kind of animal masks are there? Um, I think there's a bear and... There is a wolf. There's something that looks sort of uh, like a, a mountain lion. And I think there's like a cougar. I think I'm going to take the wolf mask and pocket it. Okay. Um, try, Trying to be discreet about it. Okay. Not like, I'm not picking it up and going, oh, interesting. <laughs> I think I'll take this. Sure. I think I'm going to try like slide it into my bag. Yeah. I think you can do that as everyone's looking around especially with this new pamphlet you found. Did you answer the what seems strange about this? Yeah, I'm trying to think what else that you, you haven't seen here. Um, I The only other thing I'll say, uh, what seems strange about this, the the totem-looking things, the like little wooden-carved statues, uh, smell very strange. They have a very strong scent to them that I think you smell as you walk into the basement. And and maybe you haven't pinpointed it up to this point. Maybe it's, you thought it was just like musty, but they are certainly coming from some sort of coating on these statues that smells almost like a mix of like skunk spray and blood. That's disgusting. Yeah, but it does seem like a deliberate coating. Is there any of this? Is there like any jars of anything around? Yeah, may, yeah, yeah. There's almost like a there's like a paint bucket and looking around for this, you crack it open and just a, a wave of this smell just like almost knocks you out. Maybe it's scary beast repellent. And I think we should take some. Or it's like, if it, if I smell like this scary beast and I have a mask that looks a little bit like it, it'll think I'm one of its babies and it won't attack me. Yeah. Maybe it's like uh, like the T-Rex pee from Jurassic park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where like makes things avoid you. Okay, I will take some of this stuff and like try my best to not spill it on the outside of the vial so it doesn't perma stink. Great. And you're heading out of the house. I think so. Right. Okay. You curve around the back of the house and head further in the direction, deeper into the woods, uh, in the direction of the mist, which is the direction that Teal pointed you in. You're not super close to the mist, but 
you walk for maybe 10 minutes in that direction and through the mix of trees and like mushy dirt you feel the I think you feel the dirt give way into a softer swampier texture and ahead you see through bits of the tree line a little bit of water can we see the mists from here no it's a ways away it's probably another 20 30 minute walk let me know if that happens okay you you walk through the tree line more and you come to this not clearing but but it's like a a a very clear delineation of tree line and water and at the edge here you see a small wooden bridge and a a rowboat. Oh, I don't like that at all. But you see ahead of the swamp something that looks like land, and you can't tell if it's the other side or maybe an island. But on that other side, you do see a glimpse of another wooden bridge. Well, good thing like the a boat's bridge on this side. or a dock? Like, uh, like, yeah, sorry, not a bridge, a, a dock, okay. a, a small platform, but it's not like a full dock. So we might have to take this rickety-ass boat? Beat swimming. True. Uh, yeah, I'll go sit in the rowboat. Okay. It could probably hold two of you. We have to go in twos? Could squeeze three in, leave someone over here. That's horrible. That's, a, that's, that's even better. That's a good idea. You could push the boat back. No, you couldn't. Um, uh, push into the middle of the water, then you're fucked. <laughs> then no one can get back. I mean, you could swim. This is you could swim. Yeah, see what's absolutely in that water. not in the swampy water. You could Holy swim. Crap. Swampy. I mean, you could just see what's in there. We live in Florida, so we know <laughs> yeah, that we that's know not a good option. So so we're so we're all, ourselves right now. We're all on the same page here. Yeah, yeah. You I guys want to know gonna, my social security number? Yeah, too? I, I was gonna give out your address next. Does that oh, cool. not sound like a good idea? Hey guys, if you want to send fan milk, send it to this address. <laughs> Should we get a P.O. box? <laughs> I would love a P.O. box. Make it Alex's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a P.O. box. It's just Alex's the house. The P.O. box yeah. is his address. Yo, what if our P.O. box is just his Alex's bedroom. house, though? Wait, dude. Okay, I have an idea. Instead of getting a P.O. box, we actually just make it my house. Hold on. Let me look at my notes. I wrote down what we should do with the P.O. box. <laughs> Oh my god, please tell me it's Alex's house. Come on. Oh, guys, I just found it. It's Alex's house. <laughs> oh my god. All right, anyway. Uh, Annie should not be by herself, right? Like, that's probably a given. Oh, I appreciate that. I should go with someone first because I can still attack. I think you should I'm go with Annie. I'm a ranged attack so that that way I can, I can still help if one someone gets attacked from. I think you squeeze three, you squeeze Dot and Annie together, and then Ted comes back and gets me. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So, Atticus, you stay behind on this side where the, the dock is. Ted, you get in the like seat with the oars, and Annie and Dot, you climb in. Squeezing in, this boat is is not meant to hold three people. It barely holds two comfortably. But you squeeze in. The boat is shaky at best, and you start rowing over. It's a... Uh, it takes it takes only like two two or three minutes maybe, and you see in the water around you ripples from your oars, and then a decent way away to your right, uh, another ripple in the water, but you row to the other end, and Annie and Dot, you hop off. Ted, 
uh, alone in the boat now, you start making your way back towards Atticus. And Annie and Dot, looking at the water, you see as something's eyes peek out of the water. I shoot it with my bow. You shoot it with your bow? Yeah. All right, roll, roll engaging combat. Dude, that's with a your little bow. kid. He's just playing. <laughs> no, it's notably, it's notably only eyes. It's this is definitely something with eyes. its eyes it's on top of its kid, head. Bro. Like, no, it's Ooh, okay. yeah, that's a ten. A ten. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So you do two harm to this thing as you shoot, and it pierces through the water, and you see this thing flail and thrash about in the water. It it sees now as you see a tail. And more, more of its body come up. This appears to be a crocodile. Ooh! And Ted, you're just. I thought now, you were gonna be like, it's a trout. It's a. You caught a trout. Uh, this is Strudel. She was following you. No, um, <laughs> Ted, you you row across to the other side and um, pick up Atticus as this thing thrashes about. And as you're getting over there, you see as it picks up a little speed and coasts onto the land where the dock is as Atticus hops in and you see that this thing is like a like a nine foot crocodile. Okay. Yeah, I think just to try and scare it, like I'm I'm gonna, you know, kind of whip out the, the Derringer and just like take a, take a pot shot at it. Yeah, like, okay. Not reasonably gonna hit it at this distance, but that loud noise may, may freak it yeah. out. It's kind of okay. I, yeah, you let off a gunshot, which rings through the forest. It it stops at the tree line. I think like that that sound is dampened, but where you are, it it resonates off the water. And I think this thing dips back into the swamp, and you see its eyes pop up again. But Ted, you row over to the other side, and you see as it, for the most part, leaves you alone. Nice shot. Uh, thanks. I guess. I'll, I'll slot another bullet into the Derringer. Anyway. that is that Annie's catchphrase? Anyway. Um, oh, my I'll God. I'll kill you right now. We're, um, I'll, just like, I'll join you. It's really hard to kick you off the podcast is the thing. <laughs> can someone take could, over? Just, Blake, someone give us else, your notes and we'll DM ourselves. Take. Yeah. So What does the island actually look like? <laughs> you get to the other side, and this is... As you can see here, the water does wrap around this piece of land. It is an island. The, the tree line is still thick on this island, and it is uh, fairly, fairly large. It goes for a, a decent ways back, and you can't, you can't see the whole thing. You're walking through, and I need someone to observe a situation, I think. Whoever, whoever's taken the lead on this. I suppose I shall. Okay. I'm on a roll. That's a five and a six, so a total of 13. We're all like good Let's this go. episode. Let's go. Okay. Why did you say that? Oh, I forget that <laughs> yeah. I ask questions and it's not just a... Yeah, so what's my best way through this? What currently poses the biggest threat? What can I use to my advantage? What should I be on the lookout for with being hidden? What seems strange? I feel like I always want to ask what seems strange. That always seems like a pretty good question. I think I'll go... So wait, it's just an island? Like there's Like immediately there's nothing else? Well, I mean, this is a dense tree line. You're as as you're walking. Oh, through. it's like a big island. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty big island. Um. Okay. What is my best way through this? I okay. think because it's a dense tree line, and that person has a boat over here for a reason. What is being hidden from me? Okay. I'll say what's being hidden from me first, 
and what's being hidden from you is you see as you're you're taking the lead and everyone else is following you head through the first line of trees and you see on the coast here as you keep walking there, there there's nothing here really on the coast but as you get into the trees you see these thick thick piles of leaves and as you you know pick up a stick and, and throw it in the first one is a bear trap and you see a couple other glints of metal poking out from the underbrush here's the thing if they were for small animals or even big animals they wouldn't be set so frequently they look to be set between every tree on the way into the island to prevent any sort of passage so that's what you see your best way through this I think I'm going to treat as a more, because I think the obvious answer is avoid the traps, right? I think I'm going to treat this as a more objective focus thing of like, what's the best place to go almost. Mm-hmm. I think as you're going through the trees, you see a structure in a very small clearing, maybe even a, an unnatural clearing of just like a couple trees that have been cut down where you see some sort of stone structure. Stone, like cut stone? Cut stone. Okay. So seeing these bear traps, can I effectively avoid them? I think so. Okay. I think if you are moving slowly, right? If the, if the, the crew is moving at a, a turtle's pace, then you can avoid these fairly safely, fairly confidently. Could I also set off as many as I possibly can in our way to try and like clear a path for our way back? Yeah, I think you. I think you're. You take twigs and throw them at each one, That's or like, smart. like kick at the edge of like metal, and set off. And you see a couple of them. Yeah, are bear traps, and they snap closed. And one of them actually, you see snap closed, and you see blood on the jaws, on these steel teeth. And a couple of them are rope traps. You see one rope trap you set off, and it. Uh, it tightens the rope around uh, the twig that you put there or, or like the branch that you put there and it tightens it and there are tiny little like razor sharp edges around the rope that tighten around that branch um, and then hoist it up, which you imagine could probably cut through flesh. So there's blood on this trap. So someone has previously set this off and then the owner of the trap reset it. Correct. So the owner's active. Owner could be here. Well, no, because the boat was on the other side. Boat was notably, yeah, on the other side of the thing. You walk through and walk to this stone structure. And you see that it is a fortification of of some sort. It looks like like a small watchtower, but that like that's it. And you see that parts of it are are in ruin. Um, I'm obviously keeping my eye out for like more traps and whatnot. Yeah. I guess the entrance. Yeah. yeah. Let's look for the entrance. Uh, the door. There's no traps immediately by the door as you creak it open. In here, you see furnishings. Not not particularly nice ones, but kind of like a temporary encampment of some sort. You see uh, sleeping rolls. Or, I'm sorry, you see one sleeping roll and a table with a, a like pot on it set up as a temporary kitchen of sorts i think i think that's what you see as you as you, as you immediately walk in could i 
go up to the top and see if I can spot anything that they might be looking out for, like another watchtower or yeah. if they're just like admiring their traps. Yeah. You walk up to the top and you look around and you see just ahead of like the, the same direction you were headed further that way on the island, there is a clearing and in that clearing peeking up above what you can see among the like low branches is a large totem statue you can't really see it too well from here but it has to be at least 15 feet tall after seeing the uh like masks in the basement would i reasonably be be able to make a connection between those two things or not so much. Um, they, it's, it's hard to tell on this one, but it does seem to be carved from wood. You can't really see what the shape is, but it seems to be carved from the same material. Okay. I'll head back down to where everybody else is. Um, okay. Is anyone like investigating around here while she's doing that? or? I'd like to. Yeah, I'll investigate. Okay. All right. Uh, Ted, you want to roll investigate? And, and Dot, yes. you want to help with that? Yeah. It's in eight. I okay, got a so, nine. Okay, so that plus one will bring you to ten, so a full success. So you may ask two questions. Country um, bumpkins over here. <laughs> uh, question: How can I find out more about what I'm investigating? What's my gut feeling about this? And is there anything weird about this? I'm gonna say, how can I find out more? And is there anything weird? Okay. How can you find out more about what you're investigating? I think. Maybe this is where Dot comes into play. Dot, you head outside of this structure and look on the outside, and you see sets of footprints coming to and from this place. And they lead, like one common set of them leads to the, or starts heading towards where you came in, the tree line. And then another one curves around the structure and back towards the like structure that Annie had seen. Uh, and then Ted, is there anything weird about what you're investigating? Uh, there is. You find in a in a in a drawer or in a maybe in a like a lockbox or mm-hmm. tin, you find a collection of admission tickets for say yeah. progress, progress day. day. Um, it doesn't say that on there. Uh, yeah, I'll look at. Dot, because Dot's helping me out. Found some tickets. I don't really know what this is for, but looks pretty old. I found some footprints outside going to uh, another structure. That that seems a lot more relevant. We should probably follow that. Oh, and Atticus, you, uh, you see here, this is this is not something as hidden, but it, maybe you go over and pick them up. You see a collection of different sized uh, fish hooks. Uh, just the hooks. Some of them are massive, and you see them strewn out on this table. Uh, I don't even know what to make of that. I mean, it is it like the beginnings of a trap kind of thing? One of them is bloody. Oh, very nice. And you didn't see any fish hooks on the traps. It's probably just for fishing. Yeah, he's just an avid fisherman. Probably fishing out here. I don't. I'm trying to think of. I have no idea. I mean, I'll take a note of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are you all doing? Well, I'd like to head back down and tell everybody that I saw a big pole 
off in the distance. Maybe okay. we should check it out. You found a pole? Like like a like a thick wooden pole and it looked like it had some carvings in it, but I'm I wasn't close enough to see what they are, so maybe we can head over that way. Well, um I found some footprints heading over to some sort of structure. Do I know the, at this point that they're the same? Yeah, it seems like what she's talking about is the same. So it seems like maybe we should head over there next. There's some uh, bloody fish hooks on the table. I don't even want to know what that implies. Something to take note of. I found admission tickets to something. Admission tickets? Maybe progress day? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but it looks... They look a little older than uh, 50 years. Well, uh, that wasn't the first progress day in the memory, right? As far as we know, it might or might not have been, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We could probably assume that multiple have taken place. Most likely. So, Blake, question about the, like, memory wiping shenanigans, right? Is there anything that's, like... You know, in our history that we know of, of like, hey, a bunch of people died, we don't know why, or it's like a bunch of people went missing, or is it like these people never existed in the first place? Like, how how is it covered up exactly? I think I think here's the thing: the history of heart is not a luxury that is afforded to its students or to its uh, citizens, right? The idea of like history and like past events is very opaque. It is, it is localized knowledge that is passed down between people. There is no standardization of history beyond like very general stuff that comes from the top. But in schools, there is no like teaching of like, these are the events that happened and, and this is when we did this. And so uh, all history is stories. Stories and heart are synonymous with, with knowing things about the past. And therefore, none of it is reliable. And so it's nearly impossible to tell folktale from fact sorry then maybe i'm just yeah i might be asking something that our characters just wouldn't know but i'm just curious like how like how that works like these people are gone and then you know what i mean i mean that's something that's happened in like real history right well sure sure and so like with with that plus a a lack of information flow that that has been set as the standard that's fair you don't come to expect total transparency in the history no, that's fair. I was just, I guess, wondering if, like, there was ever a time where a bunch of people all at once were like, hey, my loved one went missing. We don't know. And then they were never found. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure there was. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think you've heard of that. Cool. Thank you. Headed to the structure? Let's head to the structure. Okay. You head that way, following the footprints. Where the footprints go, there are no traps. But you do see where the footprints go. There is a trail of blood of like something being dragged uh, following alongside the footprints. Dried at this point, kind of hidden amongst the leaves, but you can you can see that in the in the dirt. You trail over to this clearing and you see before you is this large statue of a large wolf that is on its hind legs and like, sitting up and it's yeah it's it's 14 15 feet tall and you see in this clearing as you are standing on the tree line as a circle is is not huge 
but there is a circle of of trees. There are a co- there are a couple things here. One is there are a few bodies strewn across the ground here, around wrapping around this statue, and the bodies. You you take a second look at them after the immediate like knee jerk reaction of looking away or almost vomiting, as these are not well-preserved bodies. They're in varying states of decay in the swamp. They are just torsos. They are neck down with no limbs or head. And they are thrown into like piles on either side. Hmm, just like what we saw at the church. Although I will say, different from seeing at the church, mm-hmm. these bodies have not been cleanly cut. They have been torn apart there are large bite marks at the base of the neck at the shoulder at the hip and you see one other thing which is in front of the totem you see a a pole yeah a small wooden pole it might be uh four feet tall maybe like a a large stake in the ground and uh, tied to this pole is a person with their arms bound behind their back and there are fish hooks in their mouth tied to ropes holding their mouth open tied to the pole and they are unconscious but breathing heavily heavily bleeding heavily wounded you see you see their left leg that is like under them as they're on their knees is is almost completely torn in two. Yeah, and their and their cheeks are are just dripping with blood. Is there s- sorry. No, you go ahead. No, is there a way to get them this might be a stupid question. Is there a way that we can get them down safely they, or are the hooks uh, situated so I will where say, like they'll die? They are not like up on a pole. They are on their knees held back to the pole. Okay. So so it wouldn't be like a getting them down situation. Could you get them off of the pole? Yeah, is yeah, there, yeah. Um, so the fish hooks are through their cheeks. Like they're, they're hooked through their mouth. Um, I think there's four on either side. Ugh. They are pulled extremely taut, but it's they're only attached to like small rope. And so you could likely cut that rope. I'm so glad I, the most squeamish person on the face of the planet, chose to play a doctor. Annie's going to go right in and work on getting this person down, getting water into their mouths, okay. like um, seeing all the things. As soon as she moves forward, I'm going to draw the sword and pull the wolf mask out of my bag and put it on. Okay. This is a feeding ground. Be on your guard. He could be here. It could be here. This person is food. You just that thing my back. Is here. I've got to take care of this. Hurry. I will work fast. Okay. Yeah, you work fast. And you yeah, you cut these you you cut these ropes and you start to slowly and very carefully pull them out through the sides of their mouth. And this 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 figure like slouches forward, hands still tied, and you see as they slowly stir awake and just and then they like shoot awake and just eyes wide with fear and then 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 like hit back against 
the pole, terrified. And you see as the pain that had not registered as they were unconscious registers all over again. And they like sort of slump back into a state of unconsciousness. Okay. Okay. I've got to get them down. Okay. From there, I'm going to try to get water down their throat. Try to take out the fish hooks. Um, The leg is bad, isn't it? The leg is bad. This person will not be able to walk. Is it? Is it like you said? It's split in two. That's it's super split, disgusting. It's split in two. It's 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 pretty much. I don't want to be too graphic with it. They have stepped into a bear trap that mm-hmm. seems particularly gruesome. Yeah. In a way where their ankle is not super attached. Disgusting. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna look for a spot that's still intact and is is this person wearing a belt or something um yeah yeah i think they're wearing yeah, a belt. i'll take that off and tightly wrap it around uh, a higher point on the leg to form okay. some kind of tourniquet i think this figure stirs awake again and just it's it's it's, it's, it's coming my name is Annie. My friends and I are going to help you get out of here. Atticus, you hear a branch snap behind the statue on the edge of the other edge of the clearing on the tree line. Fuck, this is going to be this is a tough decision. I'm going to go pull Annie away from this guy. Okay. <laughs> you 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 grab Annie's arms as he slumps forward and just help. <laughs> Help me, please. Atticus, what are you doing? It's him or us. We need to leave. Absolutely out of here. I'm not asking. We need to go now. You hear like a... You know that thing at the beginning of a race when like the air feels, feels like it's pulled taut when runners get into their runner stance and everything goes silent? You feel that energy coming from the other end of the clearing as you hear something slightly rustle the leaves getting into a pouncing stance, ready to move. What are you doing? We're taking them out of here. I'm just going to go to try and pull them up. Okay. Um, Atticus, well, you see... Last effort, s- I'll throw the, the what I assume to maybe be like some kind of repellent, like kind of like sprinkle it on the ground or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I don't know. <laughs> You sprinkle it on the, uh, yeah, you, you like throw the, the vial on the ground or maybe throw it at the statue to try to make it shatter all at once mm-hmm. instead of like setting up a, a, a methodical thing, right? You throw it at the base of the statue and you see as the stink just like coats that part of the leaves and the bottom of the wood. And then you see it. You hear it spring off of the dirt and you see something that looks like a mix of of different predators. It looks like it has the body of a bear, except uh, leaner, more more able to to move around. It's literally like jumping towards this statue, and its head is like sort of like a wendigo, like a a, a deer skull with these large antlers that extend, and underneath the top part of the jaw of the skull is just like a bloody maw of of some sort of bottom jaw 
as this thing springs forward and and lunges at the body that Annie you're you're currently walking towards. What are you doing? Uh I still have that rifle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the ready. I mean, if I could see it, I'd like to shoot it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, roll uh engage in combat for me. Damn. Okay. I would also Please. like to shoot it. Yeah, I think you're both shooting it. Go ahead and both roll engage in combat. Time to get engaged. That's good. Nine. Twelve. Nine, okay. Twelve. Let's go. Um, so, Dot, either you're subject to a counterattack, you do less damage than intended, you lose something important, you spend all your ammo, you're beset by a new threat, or you'll be in trouble later on. So, Dot, choose a complication because of your mixed success. I think I'll do less just because there's another attack happening. So I'm yeah. Gonna go yeah, yeah, yeah. And I damage. think also this is like a very fast-moving creature. I think maybe your arrow just doesn't find its mark. So yeah, we'll, we'll say four harm total there as you both shoot at this thing. Ted, specifically your shot hits it in uh, one of its, it's like back, it's hind, um, what, what is that called? Like a haunch, like the yeah, the like the hip part. Um, and you see you shoot it there and it lets out this screech. And as it lands, it's, its foot kind of buckles underneath it and it scrambles for a second. And then... Yeah, dot. Your your arrow strikes it sort of near its near its hind legs as well, and it scrambles for uh, the person in front of you, Annie. Annie is gonna take the moment of hesitation to try to drag this person out of the way. I'm gonna okay. roll. Can I hinder that? I'm tackling Annie yeah. out of the way. Okay, yeah. I'm There's not, a hinder. I'm not letting you die. Same thing as get slaughtered by this thing. I live for the drama. (laughs) Hinder will be the same thing as help. So uh, Annie, roll act under pressure here, and uh, uh, Atticus, you'll roll a plus. uh, Is that okay? That's coolness. coolness. Yeah, so the same (laughs) attribute. That's a nine. So what? Minus one. So yeah, that'll be a minus one to whatever your roll is, Annie. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a nine plus three. That's a twelve. You get a minus two. Okay. I also rolled a 12. What happens now? Oh, a 12 is exactly what you needed to still succeed. With ah! Minus two. It's like, oh, <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So with the, yeah. with the, yeah, with the 12 minus two, so 10 is still a full success. So That's Annie, so you, you finish untying the, the, the rest of uh, his, his uh, knots and uh, Atticus, you tackle both of them and, you try to tackle Annie away, but like they're they're all sort of a, a bundle at this point. And the three of you roll out of the way. It misses its initial pounce and like hits just straight dirt. And you see as these jaws like snap closed um, at the pole where he was. And you see as it splits the pole completely in two in one clean uh, swoop. And you see as it like skids around and rears its head back at you, Annie, who you're now carrying this person. Like, does it seem to have any reaction to the mask? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't go after you. It's, I mean, I know I I'm mean, not the easiest prey. I, I but... don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's entirely. If you want to spend a second, and this is not going to like give you a huge disadvantage, but instead of doing something else right now, if you want to try to t- try to read this thing and see what it's, I would targeting. like to do that. Okay, go ahead and read other for me. Okay, that's a seven. Seven. So you may ask one question, and I think it's what are you about to do, maybe? Yeah. Which is like, yeah. what it, what is it targeting? And I think it's twofold. I think it's both the things we were talking about. One, it is going for the easy prey. But the second 
bit of that is that it it glances at all of you, right? And it 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 sees you all as threats. And for some reason, it moves its eyes around you, Atticus. It doesn't even like really look at you too hard. Like I mean, it, you're not invisible to it, but sure. it's not looking at you as a threat. Okay. This mask is also dope. I would love if it was drawn. <laughs> also, are we at the point where we can take another shot, to, like time-wise? Yes, because I think this thing is pouncing again, and oh, so, no. so Ted and Dot from the sidelines, uh, you taking a shot, and Annie, what are you doing? This is, I think, <laughs> this is this is the final moment. Like, drop this person or take him with. Nope, dragging, scrambling away. Okay, all right, but. I got another nine. I got a ten. Okay, uh, I, off of it. I think I think this this moment of like tar- like looking at it was like instant. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, nine You're and a ten. You're lucky this time, Annie. <laughs> You're lucky. Uh, who got a nine? Who got a ten? I didn't. Hear. I got, I a, got a ten. That plus three cool. violence is so good. Yeah, that's <laughs> good with a gun. Okay, so yeah, once again, uh, Dot, are you doing the same thing? Or I think so. Okay. I think let's say for this, um, these regular arrows are just not not piercing the skin. This is tough skin, and so they're Maybe not I piercing the skin the way it would <laughs> like uh, flesh, right? Uh, Ted, though, your rifle it proves very effective as you go for the other hind leg, and it lets out this other screech, and then it 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 like folds under the weight, and it's 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 hind like stumbles down into the grass and it like pulls itself up by the front legs. But at the same time, well, Annie, go ahead and roll act under pressure as you're, as you're now scrambling. This, this person is, is on top of you as you're scrambling, trying to get up and try to get away. <clears throat> That's not a good roll. I think that makes sense. Five. Five. Yeah. I think they strike, they, they, they shoot this thing and it lets out this screech and then uses its its front legs to like drag itself closer to you and then oh, no. pounce on top of you. I need you to roll. Yeah, I'm not going to give you an avoid harm here. That's going to be the, the the consequence of the act under pressure failing is you're under this person. There's no way to avoid this harm. So go ahead and uh-huh. roll endure injury for me. This is a, uh, a, a four harm roll. Oh. As this massive jaw Damn. opens. As this massive jaw like unhinges and then snaps or tries to snap around both your head and this other person's oh, head. Oh my. Annie, you're going to um, die. So endure injury, Goodness roll gracious. plus fortitude and then minus four. Let's oh, go. Please. Oh, <laughs> not let's go. I'm gonna help. I'm just gonna like stick my arm in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick my arm in there. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Like a like a lion tamer. Uh, okay. Well. Uh. Wait. Minus four. You said. Minus four. Six. Six would be the highest possible complete failure. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Annie, you receive a critical Shit. wound here. I think this thing. Oh God. And you know what? And because of the serious consequences of act under pressure and because you failed this role, I think th- this beast takes apart this person's head. I think it's in one bite, gone. And Annie, your neck it is, is caught in the, in the crosshairs there. And you see as the top part of the skull that extends further than the bottom jaw, like scrapes across your jugular. And like, it, it doesn't cleanly rip it off, but it like rips off p- 
part of the neck. You see, you see the light there for a second, and then it rips off the outer layer of the side of your neck. Um, ah! And then rips its head back and starts chewing. <gasps> and you see Annie as just this body falls limp on you, and you can't tell anymore what's your blood and what's this person's blood. <laughs> 